Have you ever sat through a speech or a lecture and thought to yourself, wow, this really could have been more concise? If you've ever thought that, then you'd probably be a fan of Silent Cal, the 30th president of the United States. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic process. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is Great Men Back Then, the show where we talk about great people in American history. I'm Lawrence Scott on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, and today we are talking about Calvin Coolidge, better known as Silent Cal. We have learned throughout history that sometimes saying less is actually saying more. For example, you're probably familiar with the Gettysburg Address, given by former President Abraham Lincoln. It was a two-minute speech, yet it's probably one of the most, if not the most, famous speech given in American history. You've also probably heard of Martin Luther King Jr.'s speech, I Have a Dream, a very famous speech as well. That speech was also pretty short. And then also Winston Churchill had a pretty short speech titled Blood, Toil, Tears, and Sweat. That is about five minutes in length. All of these speeches further prove the fact that sometimes saying less is actually saying more. Even William Shakespeare said famously that brevity is the soul of wit. And in my opinion, there is no better person that proves this than Calvin Coolidge. He was nicknamed Silent Cal because he did not speak much, and when he did, it was usually just one or two words at a time. One of the most famous stories about Coolidge and him being short with his words is whenever he was at a dinner party and the woman sitting next to him said, I bet I can make you say more than two words throughout this dinner. And he famously responded to her and said, you lose. In 1925, somebody asked how it felt to be president of the United States. A question which one would assume would have a lengthy answer, but not with Coolidge. He just responded and said, well, you got to be mighty careful. Many people think that President Coolidge inherited his brief wit from his father, John Coolidge. One of the examples we have that would lead us to believe that is one time whenever John Coolidge received an invitation to attend a presidential event, he replied, quote, Dear gentlemen, can't come. Thank you. Not only did Coolidge's silence and brevity contribute to his wit, but it also in my opinion, was a reflection of his humility and dedication to the country. He is one of the presidents in our history who did not really want to be president. He more did it out of duty and obligation to his country. And we have seen um, throughout history, George Washington is a great example of this, that usually the best presidents in our history are those who did not necessarily want to be president, but did it out of duty for their country. Although there is a witty side to Coolidge's few words, 
There's also kind of a sad side. So he'd always been a quiet guy, but whenever he was president and his youngest son was 16 years old, uh, it was Calvin Jr., he was playing tennis at the White House and developed a blister on one of his toes. And the blister eventually got infected and he ended up getting sepsis from that. And he died a week later. And so this had a great effect on the president and caused him to suffer from depression and anxiety, which then contributed to his silence. But despite going through that tragic, traumatic thing, he still did a wonderful job being president of the United States and was always known for his brevity. It is because of Coolidge's wit, humility, and dedication to the United States that I argue he was a great man. Thank you for listening to Great Men Back Then. I'm Lauren Scott on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.